This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable. Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely and control vehicle at all times. Hey guys, quick thing. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by Mook Delivery, bringing you the food you love. Mook Delivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with Mook Delivery. So the only question left to say is, are you in? Order now on the McDonald's app and you can get reward points delivered too. So the ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus, rewards registration required, points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Hello and welcome to the Guna Talk. Back again with you guys for another episode of what is the Arsenal Transfer Show. Joining you every morning at 8am UK time. Hope you're doing good. Hope you're doing well. Thank you as always for joining me. It is very much appreciated. I hope you had a fantastic week so far. It's Friday. We have reached the end of the week. Friday, if you will. Um, very much looking forward to the weekend. Got a weekend of football on our hands. As I mentioned yesterday, I'll be going to two FA Cup games. Tomorrow I've got... Duels against Sheffield United or on Sunday. It's Arsenal against Liverpool. Plenty of action going on. The only thing I'm worried about is the travel on Sunday. Uh, for those that don't know or aren't around in London, there is significant tube strikes and things going on. So getting around London and getting home is a question mark. How are we going to do that? I'm not entirely sure. Uh, <laughs> we're going to have to wait and see. But hopefully there'll be an 8 a.m. show on Monday where you'll see me talking about the game but uh yeah we we uh we will have to wait and see um of course something else we'll have to wait and see about is Mikel Arteta's press conference that takes place a little bit later on today early afternoon so um yeah there is uh there is information to come that we'll discuss in tomorrow morning's 8am show about the latest um to do with uh kind of injuries and maybe even talk of transfers as well which we'll talk about on tomorrow's show. So just be aware of the fact that we've not yet had that press conference ahead of this show. Uh, good morning to those joining us live in the chat box. As always, old Dave, Blackshine, Matt G, Pika Who, uh, Rich, uh, Stephen, Barry, Amira, Damien, Glenn, Pam. Good morning to you. AB, Martin, Daniel, Chris, Paul, NSW, Temi, Vala, Steve, uh, Chima. We've got Wilson and Maximius and Martin. Uh, good morning to Mark and Rowan, Hawkwind, uh, Ogunjobi, we've got Grantly Poos, we've got uh, Matt G and Guna Pino. Thank you so much to everybody that's tuning in. Very much appreciate your time as per. Please do drop a like on the video. Please do subscribe to the channel if you're new around here with those notifications turned on. We do these shows every single day, believe it or not. So if you want to stay update, up to date with all the latest Arsenal news, views and transfer musings, then we will indeed be doing so every single day. It is a, it is a, it's a blessing, not a curse. 
although it sometimes feels that way. Right, let's go straight into things, shall we? Uh, Juventus' director has rubbished links of Arsenal to Dusan Vlahovic, the Serbian striker who's been linked with Arsenal for quite some time prior even to his move to Juventus. Uh, the director, Juntoli, has said that a bid from Arsenal for Juventus is Dusan Vlahovic. Uh, we don't know anything about that story. There's nothing. I really nearly went into an Italian accent, and that would have been awful. Uh, Vlaovic is not for sale, they say. Um, and this is hardly a surprise. If there was any type of move for a striker, it was always most likely to be, um, you know, in the uh, in, in the summer. And I think that is the most likely situation um, that we would see Arsenal move for a forward uh, in the summer transfer window because they are going to be the most expensive of any target that Arsenal have. And I don't, I know, I don't need to go into any detail about Arsenal's finances today after yesterday's show. Or do I? I guess we will wait and see. Um, Arsenal will move for Yorul Hato, but the move is expected to be in the summer. That's according to Sam Dean at the Telegraph. Uh, of course, Hato is a exceptional talent at Ajax and more of a left-sided, if you will, Jurian Timber. Um, very exciting player, 17 years of age, very progressive in terms of his play. And a player that I think has certainly caught the eye of the Arsenal scouts and a player that they really want to add to the ranks um, in the summer transfer window. Of course, uh, having that depth, having that youth and talent experience uh, combined with what Arsenal now have, Gabriel be getting into his, his mid to, uh, uh, I suppose, mid to mid to late uh, 20s, believe it or not. Yes, he's feeling that old right now about how old Gabriel and Ben White are going to be getting and your old hater, of course, will have plenty of uh, of youth to those options. Uh, now, according to Team Talk uh, and a number of actual uh, outlets yesterday, and a number of social media uh, accounts, Arsenal are set to make an approach for Everton and their midfielder Amadou Anana. Uh, the Belgian international is said to be of interest to the club and a long-term replacement, perhaps for um, the likes of Thomas Partey and Jorginho. I can't, again, see Arsenal getting a deal for this done. I, I did a little bit of digging on this story and the answers that I got were that Everton will be looking for a figure well upwards of, of £50 million, which I don't really see Arsenal being able to spend. Uh, I, I just can't see Arsenal putting in that amount of money. That's, of course, if that information turns out to be accurate. But that's, that's what I got yesterday, um, whether or not, we see Arsenal sell a player. That means they can bring in somebody like Anana in the window. I guess we'd have to wait and see, but I really cannot see how Arsenal would do that. Perhaps with Everton's situation, if they get another sanction and they need to raise some funds, maybe we will see Arsenal be able to get in for a cut price deal. But yeah, Amadou Anana, um, I, I can't see Arsenal getting the money that it would take to get the player through the door. And our headline story of the day is a very interesting one, actually, um, and one that maybe there is more to it than meets the eye. Uh, Arsenal are being linked with numerous Turkish outlets. Now, I did some digging on this story as well, and I found out that the reports that are coming out from Turkey are coming from who are considered very well-connected and very reliable when it comes to those Turkish outlets. There's a number of, of journalists and outlets out there covering this story with suggestions that Arsenal could even be sending some representatives out to Turkey to go and speak to Fenerbahce for the defender, Ferdi Kadioglu. Uh, apologies if I've not pronounced that 
correctly. Um, but the Turkish international um, and uh, Netherlands youth international, but now a Turkish senior international, uh, Ferdi Kadioglu, has been a fantastic player for Fenerbahce. I'm told that he has been one of the best players, not only for Fenerbahce, but one of the best players in the league. He is seen as one of, if not their top, um, player in their squad. He's a versatile player that can play both right back and left back. He's also played in midfield areas. He used to be something more of a winger um, and has kind of transferred further down into the defensive areas and plays as kind of an attacking fullback and certainly would seem uh, a little bit different to the options that Arsenal already have. The reason why I think there's perhaps more to this than there is regarding kind of um, just digging onto the Turkish sources to see how reliable they were. And there is some good um, clout to them, if you like, is that the price tag would be between the 20 and 25 million pound range, um, I believe. And so that, if Arsenal are able to spend any money, is, is a lot more closer to the range of money that I would expect Arsenal to have in this window, if indeed they have any. Um, and so unless they try and do a loan with an, an obligation to buy in the summer to try and and get that deal done. But I, we will see um, what happens um, and we will see if Arsenal are able to, uh, if there is any realness to this on the English side of things. Of course, we've only got the links over the side of the, the Turkish side of things so far, but I was speaking to a couple of people out there. There are suggestions that those people that are reporting this story are relatively well connected, actually. So it's now just trying to find out if there's any uh, co corroboration on the English side of things before we can really jump headfirst into discussing Ferdi Kadiolu um, as a player. Thank you, Paul, for letting me know the G is, is pronounced silently. So Kadiolu, I suppose, is, is the way forwards. Um, but yeah, very interesting player. And I think would certainly offer... Uh, something different into the team. He is mainly a left-back, so you would say if Arsenal were to get this deal done, what does that mean for Jural Hato? Well, Jural Hato is also a centre-half, so just remember that there is still versatility there uh, to give Arsenal plenty of options in those positions as well. You'd have to imagine that Jakub Kivior's place at the club might be um, up for discussion should Arsenal move for the player. And maybe that is something that could do this. I know that we've said, and there's been suggestions that Arsenal would be resistant to a sale of Jakub Kivior, but if they highlight uh, Kadiolu as a player that they would want to sign, um, then then maybe they'd be more open to the Italian interest that has been reported in our Polish international. We know that we need depth, we know we need quality, we've added so much quality to this team, but we need more. And obviously, yeah, we've just got to hope that Arsenal can do anything this winter um, and somehow make it work. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. And the same goes at McDonald's. Maximize your home ground advantage with Mook Delivery. Are you in? Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com.
Okay, let's jump into the chat book, shall we? And see how many of your questions that we can grab. Uh, Gunny Guna says, hi, Tom. Is it true that it would be possible for our owners to invest 100 million in this transfer window? I heard the club owners are allowed to invest this extra amount every three years. Is this true? Um, no. <laughs> it's the answer to that. Um, quite simply, this transfer window, Arsenal cannot no it's it's just not the way that it works um they are you are basically monitored over the course of several seasons with profit and sustainability rules you can make a maximum loss of 5 to 35 million pounds each year and uh if you breach those rules you can be in for some significant punishments like transfer bans and uh points deductions so no gunny guna that is not Correct. Yasin also said, why aren't the authorities spending money on on the tube personnel? Also, why aren't Arsenal spending money as well? Yeah, Yasin, I could get completely embroiled in the strike debates that are going on, not just, of course, with the RMT, but also with the, the junior doctor strikes that are, are going on at the moment. Pay them what they're worth. That's that's all I'd say on it. Uh, Josh says, "Hi Tom, who is the most who is most likely leaving this January?" Josh, it doesn't feel like there's there's huge movement in the outgoings yet. Uh, Cedric and El Nenny look the most likely. We've seen some concrete links with Turkey for both clubs uh, for both players. Sorry, um, regarding anybody else, we've seen that there's apparent interest in West Ham in Reese Nelson. Apparently, Crystal Palace are keen, according to David Ornstein, who's reported this now as well in Eddie and Ketia. So we'd have to wait uh, for any news on whether or not there's some serious bids for those players that come in and convince Arsenal to sell uh, their players. Uh, Chris says, Tom, would you take Sancho on loan to buy? There was a link yesterday. Uh, there wasn't a link yesterday. Uh, I did an article talking about whether or not Arsenal had missed a trick on Jadon Sancho, um, which I think maybe some people ran with as a link between Arsenal and them, but it wasn't a link. He's on his way to Borussia Dortmund. He will join on loan for the rest of the season. Um, and... My verdict on that was no. Arsenal have already invested in what I think is a bit of a project in Kai Havertz. We don't need to invest in another project in the form of, of Jaden Sancho. Uh, Derek says, hi, mate. First show in a while. Been quite sick. Oh, well, I hope you're feeling better, Derek. Um, on the spend for January, no one tonight. We had 100 million for Mudrick. Surely we can spend something we don't know about. That was in a completely different window um, during a completely different phase uh, of, of history, if you like, for Arsenal, where money was was differently available and where spending restrictions were at a different stage for Arsenal as well. So, no, Derek, sadly, that's that's just not the way that it works. Uh, Momar D-Mix says, uh, Tom, why, are we, why aren't we spending money? <laughs> I feel like people are just trying to bait me now. Uh, Matt G says, please, 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 someone ask Tom why we aren't spending more money. You know, I, I have noticed that there is often I get comments in comment sections that are something along the lines of Tom, you always defend the club. No matter what happens, you always defend the club. Now I know that people get frustrated about the fact that we don't, that, you know, that we don't spend as much money as they might want us to spend, even though there is no legitimate way of us being able to do that, considering the things that I've spoken about in great depth. But I hope that those that listen to the show on a regular basis understand that we do actually criticize uh, we do scrutinize i've talked at length about my criticisms of arteta and the club's business and decision making of selections this season so no it is not a case of always defending the club i know that people want to try and get under my skin in that regard but after doing it for such an incredibly long time 
you do build up something of a thicker skin. That doesn't mean I'm gonna not gonna snap a little bit here and there, but uh, certainly it's it's water off a duck's back, if you like. Uh, Robert says a project in Kai Havertz football has changed in the six decades since I started watching. <laughs> Indeed, um, Damien says Tom and Saliba are both Rolls Royce defenders. <laughs> I don't think you've seen me defending Damien. I, you would probably quickly reverse on that. Um, Elliot says, good morning, Tom. Why are we holding on to players who clearly aren't Arsenal's long-term plans when they can be sold? Bring in players who can't, who can help with our league campaign. I suppose the answer to that question would be directed towards Arteta. And Arteta might tell you that the players that you don't think are part of Arsenal's long-term plans, he does see as Arsenal's long-term plans. So I suppose that's a difference of opinion between you other fans and, of course, Arteta as well. Uh, Darren says, Tom, what other Arsenal YouTubers would you like to debate on a show so you can rip them a new one? Darren, it's not even a case of people specifically. You know, I always leave comments and replies to people that are very critical of Arsenal or critical of the coach or critical of, of me. And I say, look, we do these phone-in shows. There isn't like a barrier stopping anybody from coming on. Um, as long as someone is respectable, as long as someone can can hold themselves in debate has, has not got a history of being abusive, you know, you've got all the will in the world to be able to come on the show. So anybody that's willing to, to debate, Darren, is is more than welcome on the channel. Uh, I'm not going to call out specific people because you know, it's, it's a little bit petty. Um, but yeah, I, we host plenty of opportunities for people to come in and have their views heard. So I know why they don't. We did two hours of, of Arteta out um theorizing the other day and not a single Arteta out had turned up so there you go um Paul says Tom are people getting dimmer <laughs> I don't think it's about people getting dimmer Paul I think people are sadly just not educated on certain things like the rules of the game it's uh, dimmer is incredibly harsh I don't think it's that I think people are just some people are just uneducated they just don't know how things work uh in the sport and so we hope to educate people as to how actually things work and how things are possible uh, tom says to generate funds would you consider selling eddie if it means being able to sign fafana uh, we'd have to use trossard havertz and jesus as backups this season but would have an improved midfield if you're asking me whether i'd spot swap and ketia for yusuf fafana the ask the answer is obviously yes tom <laughs> obvious yes i think we would have enough in jesus and havertz and trossard as our center forward options um uh Oluof, uh is it i'm gonna try and go this properly uh, Oluof Love, uh, thank you so much for tuning in. Says, hi, Tom, love the show. Why do you think Arteta doesn't want to play Havertz as an outright striker? I think because he thinks he's got enough in Jesus and Nketiah. But I've said before, I'd love to see Havertz play as a centre-forward. I think I'd use him against Liverpool as a centre-forward. We will, of course, be doing a preview show today. I'll be getting in touch with our Discord members for a show this afternoon, late afternoon slash evening for a preview out of that game against Liverpool on Sunday. Um FA says, do you know when Timber and Partey will both be back? No, is the answer. We don't know. Um, I've really tried to encourage people not to fall into the traps that you see people on social media trying to set for themselves in an attempt to try and gain some kind of notoriety. Timber's recovery is going really, really well. Partey's injury is significant. And of course, has had to go for a, a significant amount of recovery, which has stopped him from taking part in the African Cup of Nations. So it'd be surprising to see him back anytime soon. The hope was January. That may have changed. But FA, really do be careful about kind of picking up any information about injuries because uh, the club certainly don't tend to give out injury information. So if you are getting injury information from different outlets, they usually come from a friend of a friend, someone that they've got sources inside the club. Um, but often it's it's not actually 
accurate. Um, Rich says, Tom, if the Cronkies really love the club, wouldn't they just buy Aussie men now? <laughs> Not really, but I think uh, Cariolu would be a great signing. He could cover two, three, six, and, and eight. I don't know what two and three are. I know what six and eight are, but I assume two and three might be right and left back uh, in the Ajax number system. Um, I think he would be a really interesting addition, especially in January, to give Arsenal a little bit different in those fullback positions. Uh, Daniel says, I only expect two, two changes. Jorginho for Havertz and Jesus for Nketiah. Maybe Ramsdale will even play. If Ramsdale doesn't play this FA Cup game, I think that's awful. I think that's terrible. I mean, that he's been relegated to just League Cup games. That's what that would mean. I know he played the last Champions League game, but that didn't count, really, because it wasn't, it wasn't a competitive fixture. If, if, if Raya starts against Liverpool on the weekend, I'll be really disappointed. Really, really disappointed in that decision. Um, Martin says, Bakary Lasagna, no idea what you mean, but Lee Judges has him on sometimes. Um, Lee Judges is great. <laughs> Got a lovely. Uh, John Ho says, preview show for Liverpool game. Yes, as I think that probably came in after I mentioned it. Yes, there will be one today. Uh, Fuad says, Tom, where would you like to see Rice play in midfield? Also, did you see the red card fast at Crystal Palace? These refs are just making it up at this point. Yes, I did see the red card. Terrible decision. You've got to feel for... Uh, Dominic Calvert-Lewin, hopefully they appeal um, and hopefully that appeal is successful. You've got to get to a stage where the appeals just start to make a muggery of the officiating because it shows how poor they are. Um, but yeah, uh, in terms of if I would like to see Rice play in the midfield, I think he can play both roles. I don't think we need to specify six or eight. I think he can play both. I think we can support him in both. Um, so let's see what happens in that regard. Uh, Sadiq says, Tom, anything on Fabio Vieira? We haven't heard anything about him in a while. He's obviously been recovering from uh, a small procedure. I think, I think, don't quote me. I don't know if he had a small procedure actually on an injury that he suffered, but yeah, nothing on him yet. And I see what says, Tom, controversial one. Do you think that we can improve on Saka? I know a lot of fans wouldn't even contemplate it, but is it worth considering? I, the honest answer is no, I don't think so. I think you could add a versatile forward to give you some depth and competition in those positions, but I think it's going to be very difficult to find an upgrade on on Saka. Very, very difficult indeed. Um, bizarre says, what are the chances on Mbappe to Arsenal? Probably your namesake. It would be bizarre chances to see uh, uh, Mbappe turn up at Arsenal. That's not to say that I wouldn't do it. I would. But I don't think it's possible. I really, really don't. Jay says, I want to elaborate on the loans. Uh, we can loan Jesus to Sporting and buy Giocares uh, at a cheaper price. Does it make sense now? No, it doesn't. Because why would they accept that? And why would Arsenal do that? The idea of getting rid of Jesus for Giocares, um doesn't make too much sense uh, at all. You know, Again, it comes across quite video gamey. I don't think that's ever, ever, ever going to happen. Uh, Elliot says, what bargain striker would you recommend to Arteta to bring in to help us with our goal-scoring woes? I suppose the, the bargain one at the window is Serhu Grassi um, at Stuttgart. He wouldn't be my pick, but there aren't too many budget strikers out there. And with a £15 million release clause, I suppose Serhu Grassi is, is the one that you would suggest because he scored so many goals for Stuttgart um already this season and he's his price is very very low so i suppose that is the obvious answer Elliot. but beyond that it's very difficult to find a budget striker or a bargain striker uh daniel says saka saliba and rice um Erdegaard and martinelli are the main building blocks of the project absolutely no need to upgrade 
on any of them. Steve says, if Zinchenko was to play in midfield, which position would fit him the most? Probably the left eight position. Uh, and Rich says, are two and three no longer the default fullback numbers? Damn, now I feel old. <laughs> Not always, no. It depends on what number system you're using. People, I assume that most people use the Ajax number system. That's certainly what I use um, to talk about six, eights, tens, sevens. Uh, and I'd, I've never really talked about defenders as numbers because I just talk about them as right back, left back, centre halves. So, uh, yeah, I would assume two and three of the fullbacks in that system as well. Uh, Jay says, OK, cool. Why is Arsenal after Anano instead of going for someone like a Quentin Timber? I suppose Premier League experience is their keen interest. Um, and he's impressed in the Premier League. I suppose that's probably one of the big reasons. Uh, Darren says, Tom, on uh, Judges Show, they talked about the rumour that Arteta, Rea and the goalkeeper coach only converse in Spanish, totally brushing Ramsdale. If this is true, my sympathy for Ramsdale goes up a notch. Um, I can't comment on that. I just, I know there were rumours going around the other day on social media about that. Um, But uh, it seems, hypothetically, if that was the case, you could understand why Ramsdale would feel a little bit miffed couldn't you uh also says hi tom i think garassi would be great uh let eddie and gabby battle it out and gabby can play on the wings and then in the summer we can sell eddie and get a quality forward in 17 million is nothing really we say it's nothing but actually it could be the tipping point for arsenal that's what we don't know is how close arsenal are to these restrictions and we know that those restrictions are stopping us from investing in a significant fee it depends what that word significant is of course uh keith says hi tom regarding a ramsdale and you're uh right it would be a shame if he doesn't play against liverpool but if he doesn't play they might have to uh, they might be selling him uh, and i don't want to cup tie him also a very fair point um football focus says what are your thoughts on dovbik the girona striker maybe zinni can do us a favor look girona are having an absolutely unbelievable season uh recently beat uh, atletico madrid, madrid of course to stay very much in the hunt um in la liga uh, they are second in the table joint on points with real madrid they're seven points ahead of barcelona in third really heading towards that potential um Champions League qualification with the main thing they look for. But yes, they've had some fantastic um, performances this season. And the only thing that's a worry, I guess, from like an Arsenal or anyone else's perspective is they are part of the City football group, um, Girona. So that is, it's always going to be a little bit of a, uh, a frustration. But players like Savio and Dovbik and Sagankov, uh, Porto, of course, uh, have scored plenty of goals. Christian Stuani, you might remember as well. 37 years of age, eight goals this season. Um, they've also got some interesting other players uh, in their group that they've obviously got um, from Manchester City, like Jan Kuto and like Yangel Herrera as well, who have played and, and, and scored goals for them. So, uh, yeah, it's Savio, of course, is also part of their um city football group as well so it's not unsurprising that maybe they're they're doing well but i think it's surprising how well they are doing so yeah just keep that one in mind uh mike says the fan base is going to go la la including other hosts after this window irrespective of your financial education i think um probably mike yeah um I said, and to be fair, Mike, I said that I would be disappointed if Arsenal don't do anything in this window. I think Arsenal need to try and be smart and try to do something in this window so that we can kind of see an improvement, if you like, in in our forays into a title challenge. I think if we come out of this window having done nothing, 
it is a disappointment. Yes, we are limited in what we can do, but I hope that we really try to do something. And if it meant that selling Enketia was part of that and we refuse to do that for a very good bid and we'd have to wait and see if any bid actually materialises, um, then I will be frustrated that we didn't um, better ourselves with the options that we can have. Um, Jay says, Solanke available in the transfer market and can Arsenal afford it? The answer is no, he's not available in the transfer market. Bournemouth have been very, very clear on this. They do not want to sell. They have no interest in selling and the door is bolted shut is that the uh, is what the Bournemouth hierarchy have said on Solanke this window. Um, Alex says, do you think with Saliba's technical ability that he could play in the role of John Stones? I think there is definitely scope for Saliba to be that John Stones type, but Arsenal don't need to do that at the moment, unless, of course, we are the further in, in which case that there are. We are really short in defence at the moment. That's why I'm very concerned about not signing a defender during this window. Um, Philip says, only one of Girona or Man City can be in Champions League next season. Not sure if that is 100%, Philip, actually, because obviously what we've seen before is RB Leipzig and Red Bull Salzburg have played in the same, they've played each other in European competition. So I I don't know. You could be right. I'm not going to say you're 100% wrong. I'm just saying I'm not 100% sure about that. Um I guess we would have to... It's an intriguing situation, isn't it? Um, but I would have to do a little bit more um, research. I mean, let's do a quick Google search, shall we, with with that. Um, yeah, there's an article here. What happens if Girona gets the Champions League Manchester City ownership? The impressive form of Girona was one of the main talking points. This is an article on sportingnews.com. Um, however, despite the growing excitement over Girona's rising stop, their ownership structure could cause controversy if they were to qualify for a UEFA tournament next season. Uh, so, can Girona play in the Champions League? The big question relating to Girona's ongoing rise focusing on a potential conflict of interest in connection to UEFA rules on club ownership and specifically the restrictions on being able to compete in the same tournaments. Currently, there are no domestic crossovers among CFG clubs with 13 different leagues featuring a club owned in partnership with the group. However, the detail of the ownership is a crucial factor, with CFG retaining a non-majority sub-50% stake in Girona, which is not a point of contention for UEFA. Girona applied for UEFA license to compete in European club competitions at the end of last season, as they narrowly missed out on UEFA Europa Conference League qualification spots, and they were granted permission by the governing body. So there you go, Philip. Um, it turns out they can, uh, from the looks of things, uh, after being granted a... Uh, permission because they are only sub 50% owned by Manchester City. Um, but then Benny says here, no, that's been debunked that they only own about 45%. So I'm not going to sit here and say what we're speaking is facts. I'm just going off of what an article have popped up on my feed. Um, but uh, it's it seems that it's difficult uh, to know whether or not, I guess we'll have to wait for if they qualify to know um, they say they own a 47% share as another article here as well um, from one football so there's two articles now corroborating that story uh, Dario AS another um, another group as well uh, Girona and City are two of the clubs encompassed by the City Football Group in which the Emirates Abidou Base United Group holds an 81% stake it says here and this article came out on the 7th of November that was old, it seems. And this new article is two days ago where it said 47%. So 
it's it's a bit weird, Benny, isn't it? It's still less than 50%, I guess. So that would fall into... If UEFA have granted them permission, surely they'll be able to play. That's that's what I would make the assumption of. Uh, Bizarre says, do we exchange Cedric for Mudrick? What do you say? <laughs> Without a doubt, mate. Uh, Daniel says, I heard Bobby Firmino is available on the cheap and wants to come back to England. Is he still good enough? Could he haunt his old club? Hey, look, if you said you can have Bobby Firmino until the end of the season on a loan, I'm taking it. 100%. 100%. Uh, David says, morning, fella. Great channel. Thanks, David. Very much appreciate your kind words. Um, let's go to Alex says, could Jesus play in the advanced number eight role? He has the work rate, tenacity and ball playing, carrying skills to do so. He does, but he doesn't have the, I don't think he has the defensive side, um, which you do need, which Havertz does have. So I'm not sure if that can work. Uh, Tom says, Toulouse and Milan are owned by the same people, but could still play in the Europa League together. Uh, Jay says, I prefer if we sell Nelson over in Ketia. Can it give more space to buy another striker or winger? Depends how much we sell him for. It definitely would open space, but I don't know how much money it would bring in because we're only talking about 12 to 15 million pounds, in my opinion, about what we would do. TGT has become the Girona talk, says Matt G. <laughs> um, Jeffrey says, hi, Tom, as an Arsenal fan, I need to see some signings before January ends. Jeffrey is an Arsenal fan. I love to see signings but as an Arsenal fan I'm also very very well aware of the restrictions and the barriers that are in the way of us doing that sadly uh Phil Ed says Tom what did you make of Arsenal going back to the States again for their summer tour thank you for bringing this up Phil Ed. I've actually not talked about this and I meant to I get that we're owned by Americans but there are plenty of fans all over the world that they could go and visit as well in my honest opinion and I am on your side with this Fuad. I love the fact that the Arsenal go to America. I love the fact that I can go to America if I want to and, and watch that. And I love the fact I've got a lot of, as you can see by the scarves on this wall, a lot of friends out in America that support and love the Arsenal. However, I do think that this is something that should be brought up and to a degree questioned. There are Arsenal fans in Asia, in Australasia, in Africa, in South America, in other parts of Europe as well. Um, am I forgetting a continent, Antarctica? I don't think there's any Arsenal fans out there. I'd be very surprised. Um, but there, and, and yeah, Canada, Central America, you know, there are lots of places around the world where there are Arsenal fans, and we have not been anywhere else but America for the last two years, and it seems potentially for the next, for the next this year as well. I, I do think there is a question to be asked. That's that's all I'm saying. I'm not saying it's wrong. I'm not saying that it's it's the you know whatever I'm not becoming kind of a judge jury and execution on this topic. I just think there is a question to be asked about this. So I guess that's I don't think that's unfair. I don't think it's unfair to say that the club could be asked the question if you know what I mean. Um, Bizarre says, uh, why did we even purchase Matt Turner if he wasn't even used? He was used. Um, he was used in a number of cup games for us and the Europa League as well. Um, and then we sold him for a profit. Uh, Boss says, if there is so many restrictions, what's the point of the January window for teams that have not reached their restrictions <laughs> to spend money and to also potentially sell players or loan players as well? Um, that's the point in the January window. Uh, Benny says, are there any questions that are going to be asked of the youth team or the reserves? We used to bring in so much before, like Senderos, who was a disaster, Gibson, Larson. Um Arsenal have got a first-team squad that has Smith-Rowe, Nketiah, Reese Nelson, Bakaya Saka, and still coming through are other players like we've seen Nineri given a debut. We've seen a number of youth players called up to squads and training and um, Champions League uh, squads from our youth team. 
I really think the youth side of things gets focused on a little bit too much. I think it's worth a question why Arteta didn't use players in the PSV game is a question I think is worth asking. But I think it gets overhyped, to be honest, and over-talked about and a little bit pulled out of... Uh, um, yeah, I think it gets pulled out of context a bit. Lee says, the utmost respect for the white kit being worn on Sunday, without question. I get really frustrated when some Arsenal fans take the opportunity to make jokes or laugh about this kit because the messaging behind this is extremely important. And the the the, the messaging, the design... To, I mean, I'll give you an example. I'm reading from the Arsenal website. In 2024, the work of No More Red did these things. Invest. This is their aims for, for 2024. Investing in more safe spaces to play football with the opening of a third, third refurbished community pitch at Mayville Estate, Islington, in early 2024. The two pitches refurbished since the launch of No More Red have seen 650 hours of organised activity delivered, engaging more than 500 participants across 200 sessions, as well as more the 9,000 open access hours provided by the local community. Continuing its mentor-led social action projects, which have so far given 83 young people an opportunity to gain experience in creative industries. Continuing its volunteer incentive scheme alongside the No More Red charity partners, where supporters can donate their time to support the charities. And awarding No More Red shirts to community champions who are making a positive difference, adding to the 79 previous recipients who have been recognised since the launch of the initiative. It is a fantastic cause. It's doing some brilliant, brilliant things. And for those that have been across the news of the last week, you'll be aware of a story that emerged in the last week of a, a stabbing in London um, in a very, very, in an area very close to where we all go um, to watch football. So it is incredibly important that we um, continue to push these initiatives and to create opportunities for people of all. Um, backgrounds to engage in to try and make it aware um, so yeah it's really important but Lee says why not sell the kit and profits go towards the cause um, it takes something away from it Lee Arsenal don't need any more money from shirt sales we make a lot of money from shirt sales and Arsenal give a lot of money to the community as well and a lot of the fans do a lot of work you know we've raised money here and we've joined up with um, supporting Elliot and the Arsenal Vision guys and Ask Blogs, you know, cause with um, the uh, the work done abroad, of course, as well. Um, it's a brilliant community that we've got that we raise money as a fan base and we do things like that. But um, I think that the idea of rewarding those kits to specific champions is really good. I I, I get a little bit frustrated, I think, sometimes when I've seen. Repli re replicas of these shirts made i think it takes away from the speciality of it the, the the messaging the reward behind it the white kit is designed to be a message and a reward to those that have done brilliant things in the community so when you see replicas going around you know i hope whenever i see somebody turn up to the emirates wearing that kit it's because they've got it for the right reasons and it wasn't just a replica that they've they've bought because i think it takes away from the messaging behind it. That's just my opinion. That's how I feel about it. Anyway, we're going to end the show there. I think it's probably apt that we end the show on a really important message um, like that. If you want to read more information about the No More Red campaign, you can do it on the Arsenal website. Um, certainly worth doing it. Brilliant video, by the way, that they dropped yesterday as well. Uh, do drop a like on the video. 
and uh, subscribe to the channel if you're new. I'll be back with you a little bit later on today for a preview of the match against Liverpool in the FA Cup. Got some interesting choices to make regarding team selection. And uh, you'll be able to join us probably about five, six o'clock UK time. Um, thank you, everyone, for listening and getting involved. Very much appreciate it. I will see you again very soon. Stay safe, stay well, stay happy. And as always, up the Arsenal. It's the 90 plus minute. All your mates around and you've got a McNuggets share box ready to go and you know a late winner's coming. Your mates already got booked for a double dip in and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfection. Order now on the McDonald's app for your delivery. You in? At participating restaurants 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable. Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely and control vehicle at all times. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.